to the Grave Plot Podcast. Welcome, one and all, to episode 106 of the Grave Plot Podcast. I am Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. Uh, welcome back, guys. We're happy to have you here on this very exciting celebration. Uh, of course, it's exciting. <laughs> of clowns in cinema. Now, we didn't pick the most obvious movies. Um, we've also already done like three or four clown movies. Yeah, we've already done both It's and... Um, clown. Clown Town. Yeah. Clown Town, Pound Town. <laughs> uh, we've done a lot of clown movies, but this this is the official one. This is the official <laughs> clown episode. And we didn't get Krusty. Can you believe that? I know. What? Shout out to Krusty Bumbles. Yeah, the official Grave Plot Podcast clown. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Um, oh, right. Uh, so this episode of the Grave Plot Podcast is brought to you by 321 Battle. 321 Battle is the place for the weirdest wrestling in the Pacific Northwest. And on April 20th, they'll be hosting their biggest show, Battle Mania. In the main event, Joshi Slayer Cat Power will contend for the Solid Steel Championship. Solid Steel! Against wrestling genius Daniel Makabe. Big Cat Scott Hansen and Caden Talbain will face off with a pair of CZW World Heavyweight Champions in B-Boy and Ricky Shane Page. Eddie Van Gloom and Dave Turner will finally have the perfect chance to end their blood feud in an unsanctioned match. Commissioner Steve Miggs has become embroiled in bitter fight with resident hoodlums of the Hellfire Club. Steve West, Sarian, Uncle Muscles, and Sage will face Cole Crazy, The Bird, Steve Miggs, and a mystery partner. Streaming live on twitch.tv slash 321battle, you can be in the know by dropping a follow there, Facebook, or Twitter, all of which are 321battle. That's the numbers, 321battle. Cool. Thanks. I went to 321 Battle last night. Yeah. Had to go. It was good. Yeah. Max got kicked in the face. <laughs> good. That's what he deserves. <laughs> Fuck Steve West. Yeah. For any of you that aren't patrons or would like to be, um, we are going to be reviewing Boogeyman next month, courtesy of our former friend, <laughs> Max Health. Um, so, you know, if you got kicked in the face, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of our Patreon patrons, uh, we have a very exciting group of people. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they like to help us out every month by uh, subscribing to this fucking zoo shit show. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, toss us a few shekels every month. Um, and those lovely people are Kevin Nesgoda, Jordan Morrison, Kevin Trent, Joshua Hodges, Carlos Rodella, The Horror Addicts. And then there's Max. <laughs> and Max is there as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Taylor, yeah. if anybody else would like to join those lovely people, where can they go? They can go to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast. We have uh, exclusive content for as little as $1. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hot nudes from Taylor at the $50 mark. That's right. I'm running. Okay. Top only. I was. I meant to say something funny uh, during our last episode. I was going to say that you had. Uh, <laughs> you're going to send exclusive pictures of your pubes shaped into a shamrock. <laughs> but I totally forgot. It's okay. So, I still have them because I was. <laughs> we can still do it. Still do it. <laughs> now I got distracted by trying to manage my terrible Irish accent. <laughs> that was pretty bad. It got better. It did get better. <laughs> anyway, so how you doing, Taylor? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. What's new with you? 
Uh, not much. Mm-hmm. What's new with you? Um, you know, not much. Sweet. <laughs> we, uh, we, last weekend, we were invited to do the Freight House Station Escape Room this in is true. T- Tacoma, Washington. <clears throat> um, and, uh, we welcome you guys to go check out our review on greatplotpodcast.com. Um, and, uh, hear us talk about it for, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. 2025. <clears throat> and thanks again to the Freight House for letting us come out and, uh, check out what you got going on there. Um, but we did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, aside from that, just uh, just doing domestic shit, you know? Just trying to put in a new light switch when you got here. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That was a disaster. <laughs> Fucking, well, yeah. It's like, I've put in light switches before. I know how to do basic electrical work. It's, it's fine. But um, I took the old switch out, and I'm looking at the wiring. I'm like, hmm. Well, that's a lot more complicated than I was <laughs> expecting. And so, like, I'm just looking at the instructions that came with this new switch because I'm trying not to launch into a big, long story, but basically we had an old porch light that had a motion detector on it, but we couldn't get the thing to stay on. It was either off or on motion detector. Um, and so we took that out and put a regular light in, but now it's like we don't, we we like if if like we leave in the middle of the day and we're not coming back till late at night, then we have no light on in our front door, and it's just you know you don't like walking up to your front door when it's dark. Yeah. So it's like we have to turn it on at like three o'clock in the afternoon when it doesn't need to be on, just so it's on when we get home. So I bought a Wi-Fi switch so I can use my phone to turn it on, um, or you know we can use Alexa or, or whatever, and maybe she'll laugh at us. I don't know. Um, anyway. But I'm trying to put this thing in, and uh, I just I'm looking at the instructions, just trying to figure out how the fuck to wire this thing because the pictures they have in the instructions don't match what's going on in my electrical box. <laughs> and it actually says, like in the in the instructions, if this wiring does not match what you have, call an electrician. Oh, good. Like, fuck that. I'm a man's man. <laughs> <laughs> Power's off. Fuck it. Like, I'm not going to clip any wires. I'm just going to try and figure out how to put the switch in. But I wired it in a couple different ways. And neither of them worked. worked. I think I know what I did wrong, but I need to run like another, I need to run another wire in there, like an extension. Um, and uh, I bought some 14-2 wire, um, or sorry, some 12-2 wire, uh, and I don't know where the fuck it is. So <laughs> kind of stuck. Right now, I've got an open terminal box be- with capped wires because I can't wire it yet. Awesome. Yeah, and we're going out tonight, and we're going to come back when it's dark, and uh, that'd be cool. Have fun with that. Yeah. Anyway. have you? Uh, did you finish La Quinceanera? I did. I, I blew through it uh, in, in you know, one sitting. Our friends over at Luchigor Productions uh, finally released the once mysterious project Lucha. Yeah. Uh, La Quinceanera, it's available on the studio... It's quinceanera. What did I say? Quinceanera. <laughs> Sorry, I'm white. What do you want? Uh, Sorry, guys. He didn't grow up around Mexicans. That's mostly true. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, it's on the Studio Plus app on iOS. Um, it's available on Android, but not in America. Right. <clears throat> I can tell you how to get it, but it's kind of sketchy and weird. <laughs> and you can't watch it online. I tried. 
And you tried, right? Yeah, Gigi told me to just watch it on the website. I'm like, that's not an option. <laughs> the website says download the app. It's the only link on the whole website. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, the Studio 13 app, you can um, you can download it, and it's a subscription-based um, app, but you get a free month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's $3.99 after that. Yeah, they got a lot of shows on there. Um, I haven't watched any of the others, but um, there's probably, I don't know, uh, a dozen or more shows on there you can watch. Yeah. But uh, God, how many episodes was La Quintina? Nine. Was it nine? Okay. But um, they're really short. Like, um, I guess I didn't really know that going in. But they're, they're like, yeah, they're like, like ten seven minutes. and ten minutes. Um, but uh, it tells a really exciting story. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't know if they have if they're already set up for a season two, but it was like, once it started getting good, all of a sudden it was over. Yeah. And it, it definitely left it wide open for a second season. And um, <laughs> I was talking to Gigi on Facebook. I'm like, you know, I have a lot of questions and I want to chat you up about it, but you know, I'm going to save it for Crypticon. So we have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. She said, all right, deal. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check it out. Like Tony said, you can get a free month so you can watch it for free. Um, And it's, you know, it's, it's not, really horror it's kind of more like a action crime drama very grindhouse but it's it's very luchagore yeah um it's definitely got that i mean they, they say it's like a mexican kill bill yeah um which having watched it now like as i was watching it i'm like i don't really get it but now that i've seen the whole thing i i understand it now um do we have more viewers yeah who's watching uh craig and casey Hi, Craig and Casey. Do you want me to wave to them? Yes, wave at both of them. Wave, damn it! <laughs> so stupid. You and the waving, I don't get it. We have to let them know we care. Um. Anyway. Yeah, but good stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun to watch it. Um, I'll be looking forward to season two right after the uh, El Gigante feature. <laughs> Anything else? Um, nothing comes to mind. Should we do some horror business then? Let's do it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Now that Facebook and Instagram are gone, we can get into the good stuff. Now we can take our pants off. Ooh. Wait, you haven't taken your pants off yet? I didn't even I got the breakaways. <laughs> I didn't even put the pants on today. Uh, anyway, so we're going to start out with some real world horror as we are known to do. That's our thing. Won't do. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Look at me that old time you say. Uh, let's go down to Palm Beach, Florida, shall we? Oh, fucking course it's Florida. <laughs> Have you been to, uh, reddit.com slash r slash Florida man? <laughs> no. It is an endless source of entertainment. Let me uh, tell you. <laughs> I can imagine just by the, uh, subreddit name I can tell. Um, sorry, got distracted. Um, but yes, Palm Beach, Florida. Um, so Palm or not Palm Beach, but uh, Florida in general, been in the news lately. Not good reasons. Mm-mm. Um, but here's something, something of interest. More not good reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 32 year old Camille Bell or Bala, sorry. Um. See, uh, 
should have should have planned out how I was going to say this first. Uh, okay, yeah. So Camille uh, Camille Bell Bala um, was her home was raided by sheriff's deputies. Um, when they arrived, they said they found a bloody body, and they saw eyeballs sitting on a cardboard box next to the body. Um, they have de- determined uh, that this belong these eyeballs and the body belong to uh, Camille's mom. So Camille gouged out her own mother's eyes uh, and killed her by gouging out her eyes. But why? <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, let's see, the arrest report says both her eyes had been removed from their sockets. Several feet away from the victim was a card. Oh, sorry, I wasn't right next to. I guess uh, several feet away from the victim was a cardboard box which had the, had the victim's eyes on top. The body and the eyes belonged to Camille's mom, French, uh, France, Francisca Montiero Bala. Um, Camille had been screaming earlier, "I'm a murderer! I'm a murderer!" Yes, yes, you are, Camille. It's like, well, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh, My Cousin Vinny, which is a comedy movie, and there's really nothing funny about this, but when uh, they're interrogating uh, the karate kid, he's just like, at what point did you shoot the clerk? He's like, I shot the clerk? Yes. When did you shoot him? I shot the clerk. <laughs> and they actually used that as part of his confession against him in the prosecution. <laughs> and he's like, he didn't, like, the sheriff didn't add any context whatsoever. He just said... I asked him once again when he shot the clerk, and he said, or, and once again, he said, I shot the clerk. <laughs> it's like, fuckers. Anyway, um, uh, investigators also said that several handwritten notes were found in the garage, which contained religious-themed messages relating to the clearing of the soul. Oh, good. Yeah. It's one of those. And you know, they say the eyes are the windows to the soul. That's true. She just wanted to open the windows. Yeah. Or remove the windows. Remove the windows. <laughs> Is that a thing? Can you, I mean, you just remove windows? It's like, yeah, you just break them. I mean, you, you know, you, if you want to, if you want to do that, you got to take the windows out and then you got to fill them in. You got to put new siding up, insulation. It's a whole to do. It's a big thing. Uh, one other piece of paper held what appeared to be marijuana. <laughs> that, that damn devil's weed. Free for madness. <laughs> Uh, Bala had admitted to smoking marijuana earlier and wondered if it had been laced with flaca. Oh, of course it's flaca. There it is, the magic word. Let's just rename it Flockada. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone be doing flaca. I'm from Miami, Flockada. And you know, uh, I read, or I found this story linked from another story that you sent me about flaca. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, don't. Do flocka. It's not good, guys. Also, don't do KD. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't even know what that is, man. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I want to say it's in like Illinois or something, probably in Florida. People are smoking <laughs> marijuana sprayed with bug spray. Oh, that. Yeah. And it's causing them to like eat dirt. <laughs> well, kids eat dirt. <laughs> Yeah, they're saying it gives you like zombie-like reactions. Well, that's fun. And of course, uh, whoever makes raid the company was like, 
no, that's that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'd be like, no, don't. Wrong hill to die on. <laughs> just tell them, don't smoke our raid. <laughs> it's like, we have determined that raid is perfectly safe for smoking. <laughs> yeah. Like, say, you know, oh, our product, when used properly, is not a harm to humans. However, when ingested, yes. it's really easy. You know, your publicist should know that. Yeah. Just don't, don't fight it. Yeah, just do the right thing. Spike Lee. Joint. Yeah. Marijuana. <laughs> Laced with raid. It's a big circle. It's a big circle. It's time, time is a circle. It's a conspiracy by the Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati created raid. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, just so don't fuck with the Flocka, guys. Yeah. Or the PCP. Or the KD. I've seen some weird things from people on PCP. Yeah, I remember watching cops one time, and there was this naked black guy who was just raging around his neighborhood because he was fucked up on PCP. You got, you got a whole gal in there? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was like naked and covered in blood. Uh, and he was just like, just thrashing down the-, the His own or? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, because he was like punching the fence, like he punched through a wooden fence. Jesus. Like he just punched through and he was trying to crawl through it. But the cops like were like trying to stop him. I mean, remember Home Sweet Home? The guy was all, uh, yeah, you know, body by body Jake. By Jake was, yeah, was high on PCP. <laughs> um, and yeah, like they shot him with like a taser, and it just didn't do shit. Just pissed him off. And it's like this. I think he like punched this one, um, cop, like like a female cop, and she like was covered in his blood and stuff from Ew. trying to yeah. It was a big fucking mess. All on cops. I remember one time uh, Jensen's MySpace name. Because I watched that with Jensen and Jeremy. And one, uh, at one point, Jensen changed his MySpace name to uh, Naked Black Man on PCP. <laughs> anyway. So don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> So by now, I'm sure most people have heard that Rob Zombie is making a sequel to The Devil's Rejects called Three from Hell. Uh, this has been rumored for a long time, but it officially began filming uh, like two weeks ago. Was that long ago? A week and a half, two weeks, something like that. Uh, okay. Rob Zombie broke the news on Instagram. He had a picture of like a director's chair that said Three from Hell. And he said, it's all true. Day one, shooting Three from Hell. The murder and madness continues. Yeah, now... A lot of people are saying, well, they died in Devil's Rejects. It's true. They did. But did they? Nobody actually yeah. saw them die. I suppose. I mean, they got shot to shit, sure, but weirder things have happened. <laughs> I mean, how many times has Jason died? How many times has Michael Myers died? Well, yeah. And, so, and I mean, look at the title. It's three from hell. Yeah, and I mean, you know... uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was obviously more based in not so much fantasy, but like um, you know, uh, satanic stuff and you know, mystical things for 
lack of a better word. Um, but then Devil's Rejects was much more grounded. So it makes me wonder if they're going they're, if they're going to go back to a more, um, you know, less less grounded style than they had in uh, Devil's Rejects. Well, I wonder if it's if he's going to do a different filming style because you know House of a Thousand Corpses was very like arty, lots of uh, you know experimental kind of very seventies ish, mm-hmm. whereas Devil's Rejects was much more like kind of grindhousey. So I wonder if he's going to try something completely different. It's hard to say. I mean, all his other movies since then have been similar to Devil's Rejects. Yeah, so. and absolute shit, which is another thing that concerns me. Yeah. His movies have been fucking It's, it's like there's there's a good and bad. It's like, oh, well, the Devil's Rejects was his last good movie, so maybe a sequel to that will be good, but it was his last good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or more than that, maybe. Um, yeah, I have concerns. Fair. I mean, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I mean, Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, and Sherry Moon Zombie are all going to return. Um, I know it's weird that Sherry Moon Zombie is going to be in, in it, but that's, they're the, you know, they're the three. Yeah. The Devil's Rejects, Tootie Fucking Fruity. And they're all returning, as well as uh, D. Wallace is going to be in it. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips, who was in 31 and the Lord's of Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is going to be in it. Uh, and Austin Stoker from Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, basically anybody that's ever been in a Rob Zombie movie is going to be in this. Yeah, probably. Because Jeff Daniel Phillips is going to be a Crypticon. That's right, he is. Was there anybody else from those movies that's going to be there? I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah, I... I you know, I want to be excited about this because, like I said, the, the Devil's Rejects was probably his last good movie. But he's made so many bad movies since then that it's like, is this just going to be another in the line of bad movies or is he going to return to form? Was was Halloween before or after Devil's Rejects? I think it was after. So that was that, that was probably his last good movie, at least in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, a lot of shit. A lot of shit since then. Yeah. 31 was not good. 31 was really bad. Like, very bad. Like, yeah. it was an insult to me as a horror fan. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. I did. Man, what a fucking heap of garbage. But then, like, <laughs> I think we talked about this in our review, but when we watched the interview with him after the movie, and he was, like, telling us how he pitched the the idea as, here's a movie I could write in five minutes. Yeah. Like, don't tell people that. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I've never seen uh, Running Man, even though I wrote this movie that's exactly like Running Man. Yeah. It's like, the fuck you haven't, you piece of shit. So, I don't know. I'll keep a watchful eye on it. I guess uh, maybe cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Probably the term. That is a term. Is it the term? I don't know. Hmm. (laughs) Chew. I'm an easygoing leprechaun. I'm happy through and through. Unless you steal me pot of gold, then this is what I'll do. I'll cut out your liver and tie up your mom, then naked will misbehave. I'll stick a shiver. Do the the accent. (laughs) Do the accent. (laughs) 
Well, in, uh, uh, in uh, typical Grave Plot fashion, we've received a piece of news uh, just an episode too late. <laughs> um, Leprechaun, the original Leprechaun, well, sort of, uh, is coming back next year, guys. Um, this is not a continuation of the shit show that was Leprechaun Origins. Oh, that movie was so bad. Oh, it was fucking shite. Um, but, uh, and... It's not going to be what we last heard from the director of the original Leprechaun. Vampricon? Vampricon. <laughs> which I was really hoping for. <laughs> like, I was hoping. It could still happen. It could still happen. But, <clears throat> so, this is going to be um, in the original string of films. Now, we don't really know details whether or not it's going to be, like, uh, a sequel or it's going to be kind of a reboot, or maybe like a like a soft reboot. Uh, but what we do know is it's going to feature the classic Leprechaun. One hitch about that: not Warwick Davis. Boo! Which is a big disappointment. Um, it's going to be directed by Steve Kostansky, who directed The Void. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. Void was good. It's going to be written by Suzanne Keeley. Who is a writer on Ash versus Evil Dead? All right, I like Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, wh- like I said, Warwick Davis is not coming back. Um, it's Don't like be- that. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Lyndon Porco, who I don't know by name. Uh, what did I see? He was in. I just oh, he's he's in uh, the new season of Channel Zero, which I have not watched. <clears throat> yeah, I've, I haven't seen the new season. Okay. Um. But uh, someone that is coming back is Mark Holton. Francis. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> Shoot it, fat boy. <laughs> um, did we have a conversation about him before? Like what was his oh, probably. role? <laughs> like if we liked him better as Francis or Chubby. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a conversation we would have. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, he's coming back to return in his role as Ozzy from the first film. If you haven't seen the first film or don't remember him, he was the the lovable oaf who had the mind of a child. Um, yeah. What was the name of the guy in of Mice and Men? Is it Larry? Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, he's basically Lenny. Basically, except he doesn't kill mice. Well, yeah. <laughs> Or women. Or, or anyone. Really. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, For of my cement. It's also starring Taylor Spritler uh, from Kevin Can Wait as Lila. Pippi Sonuga <laughs> from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Did you see who this was? Yeah, it was. it's the, the black girl that got kidnapped by the car. Remember when the car came to life and killed all those kids and then the oh, okay. girl that was trapped in the car? It's her. Okay. She was in like one episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's going to be starring as Katie and Cy Bennett from Lake Placid Legacy as Rose. What? There's another Lake Placid movie? Dude, I think there's like three of them. Why? I don't know. I How many have Oliver Platt? <laughs> just the one? I think it's just the one. That's the only one I care about, though. Because I'm pretty sure he dies in the first one. Oh. I think he gets eaten by the fucking crocodile. Probably. Um, Did you ever see Midi- uh, Primeval? Maybe at one point or another. 
That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was so, like, I saw it in theaters, but hang on. <laughs> Stay with me. I got a free pass. Uh, so, but. To that I, movie specifically? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when I saw it. So you should have used it for something it else. It was when the branding was like the world's most notorious serial killer. He's killed this many people and he's still at large. And that was it. That was the whole branding. So then I went in there and I'm watching this movie and I'm like, it's a fucking alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's one of those movies where you just keep watching and you're like, it's going to get, it's got to get better. Right. <laughs> Like something's gonna happen. It's gonna redeem this, and then it's and then it's over, right? Uh, yeah. And you just boo. <laughs> I'm sure. Boo. Hiss. <laughs> Three popcorn at the screen. People randomly clap at the end of movies. Why can't I boo when a movie is bad? <laughs> you should start a trend. It always weirds me out when people clap at the end of movies. I'm like, they're not here. <laughs> Sometimes I like. It's like one of those things when you can like almost feel it coming on. That people are going to clap? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you get sucked in and then you're like ready to clap and you realize nobody else is clapping, you're just like, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> What's even weirder is we went to this spot in Maine where like everyone goes and watches the sunset. Okay. And the sun like finally drops below the horizon and people start clapping. This, like This happens literally every day. Like it's, it's a sun. <laughs> it's just doing its job. It was pretty cool though, um, watching the sun rise over the water. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I don't understand who you're clapping for. <laughs> Nobody accomplished anything here. Nature? I don't know. God. <laughs> yeah, I remember we stayed at this uh, little, um, it was kind of like a, ba- a basement, like a finished basement uh, in this lady's house uh, in Salem. Um, and we were only there one night, but we watched the sunrise over the water. And it's like, never got to see that before. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Nice. We're pretty far off topic here. Fuck it. <laughs> um, anyway, so Leprechaun uh, returns. Uh, the film picks up 25 years after the events of the 1993 original, which found a maniacal leprechaun doing whatever he, whatever it takes, including committing gruesome murder to track down his stolen pot of gold. Where's me gold? Uh, so wait, is it retconning the sequels? I, it almost seems that way. Is it pulling a Halloween... <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, if you follow the seek, if you if you watch the movies, they actually they're not canon with each other. Really? Yeah. Cuz it's like between, you know, the second one when he wakes up in LA as opposed to Wisconsin. <laughs> um and then between the second and third movie, he is uh revived in um, Las Vegas. So it's like there's some disconnect here. But there's there's got to be connection between In the Hood and Back to the Hood, right? One would think, but I haven't watched them. <laughs> Actually, we, watch, we watch Back to the Hood. That's right. I watched Back to the Hood once. It was so bad. Oh my God. We reviewed that garbage movie. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, Leprechaun Returns re- finds Leprechaun revived in the modern day when a group of sorority girls unwittingly oh. awakes him. Yeah. Awakens him. While tearing down a cabin to build a new sorority house. Now, one might think that maybe this is like the cabin from the original movie. One might think. Of course, that was more of a house rather than a cabin. But, and it also was out like in the middle of nowhere. It's like they would have had to build, like in 25 years, they would have to have built an entire town, built a college, 
<laughs> and, and built like a sorority row. <laughs> this is true. Um. Anyway, so yeah, sorority girls. That's so. Let's let's talk about the pros and cons. Oh, okay, let's not talk about the pros and cons here. Return to form with the original Leprechaun. Ozzy's yeah. back. Pro, pro. Um, what's another one? The Void Director. Void Director. Ashford's Evil Dead writer. Right. So we got four pros. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no Warwick Davis. Con. Um, sorority Girls. Con. It's going to be an ex- a sci-fi exclusive. Oh, con. That's sci-fi channel. Sifi. Sifi. I think that counts twice because sci-fi movies are never good. There hasn't been a single good sci-fi movie. And I maintain that. I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. So and It's like I thought maybe Blood Drive would be good, but it just really wasn't. So they just they they can't make good stuff. Yeah, not not really. The only thing that was worth watching regularly on sci-fi was Sliders. But that was a Fox show that was syndicated. So <laughs> well, there you go. So um I mean I think we count more pros than cons, but still sci-fi is a big one because they do Sharknado. Every year. <laughs> Like, even when we tell them to stop. <laughs> I think, like, enough, there aren't enough people telling them to stop. Yeah. But, I mean, pro, it's free. It is free. I mean, if you have cable. Yeah. But, I mean, they may end up just being garbage CGI fest, so. Yeah. But, so, I mean, it, it definitely is. They're not going to spend money on special effects. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, March 2019... Yep. Keep an eye out for that. So, Sean Levy, or Levy, is a producer on the very popular show Stranger Things. Yay, Stranger Things! Uh, He's teaming up well, he's going to be producing a new slasher film uh-huh. for Netflix uh-huh. uh, in conjunction with one Mr. James Wan. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've heard all day. <laughs> uh, it's going to be an adaptation of Stephanie Perkins' New York Times bestselling coming of age slasher. You heard that right. There's someone inside your house. It's a coming of age slasher. There's someone coming inside your house house just coming coming everywhere <laughs> you ever seen pumping iron no is that a porno <laughs> no sounds like a porno it's a fucking um movie about uh weightlifter like a uh, bodybuilding from like the 70s uh and it has arnold schwarzenegger in it and of course it does yeah and he's talking about um how Lifting weights is is like sex to him. He's just like, and you know, I'm a, I'm always lifting weights, and it's just like I'm, 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 I'm always coming. I'm just, I'm going, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm always coming. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. He equates to lifting weights to getting his nut off. He's at the gym, he's like, uh, uh, uh. 
Oh, no, don't touch it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, there's someone coming inside your house is about more than a year after her parents sent her away from Hawaii to live with her grandmother in landlocked Nebraska. Makani Young is still adjusting to her new life. She's made a, st- a small group of close friends and even flirted with romance, but her past in Hawaii is still hard to forget. And then, and then, dun, 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 dot, 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 one by one, and then, <laughs> one by one, the students of her new high school begin to die in a series of gruesome murders. Makani doesn't know who's next on the list. Between this and a secret scorching relationship with the school weirdo, this school year may turn out to be one to die for. Literally. Oh, sounds cheesy as fuck. Really fucking bad. <laughs> uh, it's going to be produced by Sean Levy's 21 Laps and James Wan's Atomic Monster, alongside Dan Cohen and Michael Clear, from a script written by Henry Gaiden, who wrote Earth to Echo. Mm. All right. Uh, good news is James Wan will not direct. <laughs> hey, there's a plus. But he didn't direct Lights Out either, so. That's true. Or Insidious. Come yeah. at me. Insidious sucks. It all sucks. Every <laughs> Everything he even looks at sucks. <laughs> yeah. Guys, James Wan sucks. All of his stuff sucks. It's you, the same movie every time. Yeah. And if you got a problem with it, fucking come at us, bro. Why you bro fight me? We will take off our shirts. I swear to God. Take off our shirts and we will kick some dicks in. We will blind you with our pasty white skin. (laughs) Um, No fucks given. So you looking forward to this or what? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, if you would have left out the James Wan part and, you know, maybe the... And made it a completely different story that wasn't a coming of age movie. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say left out the synopsis. Yeah, maybe I'd be all into it. If it was like Stranger Things producer Sean Levy... Netflix slasher. All right, cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this sounds like doo-doo, doo-doo cocky. It kind of sounds like Scream, but not good. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But it, it sounds so fucking generic. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Fuck this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> speculating here yep that's why there's a question mark all right american horror story season eight theme discovered question mark uh every season or in between every season of american horror story it seems like the entire fucking world just like clamors and sweats over what the next theme of the or what the theme of the next season of american horror story is going to be um well uh, american horror story fan twitter account uh hs leak has found, or sorry, that's at AHS leak, has found that a new trademark has been filed under the title American Horror Story Radioactive. So uh, American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy had hinted at a potential futuristic theme in, the, in a recent interview, saying, all I say about it is, I want to go to the future. Still topical, but the future, which I've never done. We have to go back, Marty. <laughs> we have to go back. We have to go back. Did you ever see that episode of Jimmy Fallon? Uh-uh. It was his old show. It was the late show with Jimmy Fallon or whatever it was called. Nope. <laughs> he did uh, this Lost bit. It was like a 
inter interspliced scenes. We have to go back, Kate. Yeah, and he's like, they're trying to find their way back into the studio, and they're like lost in the building, and they can't figure their way back on the soundstage. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. I'm pretty sure that was the premise. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's like this takes place over the course of like a day. <laughs> but by the end, you know, he's got like long hair and a long beard, and, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, we have to go back. We have to go back." <laughs> and I never watched Lost, but uh, I knew it had something to do with it <laughs> because I see I we have to go back reference to Lost quite a bit, quite a bit. You watched Lost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks stupid, so I never watched it. <laughs> I liked it until the time travel stuff started. And I was like, wait, what? Until it wasn't just people on a deserted island? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine the show being interesting up until things started getting I know J.J. Abrams was like, we know exactly where we're going. We know exactly what we want to do. Then I've heard uh, interviews with other writers who were like, yeah, we made shit up as we went. Oh, they, like, <laughs> they absolutely did. It was one of those shows where I feel like I watched it because people talked about it on Monday mornings every fucking week. So it's it's like I watch the episodes and just what they're talking about. It's like, oh, I can't believe this happened. It's like, yeah, me neither. Because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> anyway, um, another Twitter fan account at uh, ahs underscore freaky news uh, has also made a connection to the potentially radioactive theme, referencing imagery from openings of seasons past. Murphy has said in a 2016 interview with the Hollywood Reporter that while. American Horror Story Roanoke's mystery theme may not carry through seasons seven and eight. There are overarching plans to connect the seasons, which they've started doing in the last couple. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they actually even did it in Roanoke, so I'm not sure what that's talking about. Well, that's from 2016. Oh, that's right. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Murphy says, I heard about that rumor. Well, that's based on a fact that we've cleared a lot of titles for that show. It's an interesting idea. I can neither confirm nor deny. So that's the title. <laughs> it's definitely. When someone says they can't confirm or deny, that means they're confirming. Yeah. It's like, why even bother? Yeah. You, you should just not say anything. <laughs> yeah, like, what he should have said <laughs> was nothing. <laughs> I wonder if he winked when he said it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, just, I just realized I can't wink. Audibly. What? Audibly. No, no, no. Like, I, I can't wink on command with my right eye, because I just automatically do it with my left. <laughs> it's like, I have to think about it. It's like, oh, no, that eye. There What's we go. going to take to have you never do that again? <laughs> oh, fun. Um, also announced was that Evan Peters, Sarah Paulson, and Katie, or, sorry, Kathy Bates will be the leads. Kathy Bates wasn't in last episode, or last season. Uh, you're right. He was not, or she was so not. It's a return for her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still waiting for um, what's his face, um, Dylan McDermott to come back. Um, I saw on Twitter somebody asked him when he was coming back, and he said, I think he, he said like soon. Or this was recently. Yeah. Cool. Or like sooner than sooner than you think, or something like that. Nice. Because everybody else has been in it. Yeah. At least one, or you know, at least twice. Well, not Neil Patrick Harris. Right. Except for NPH. He should come back. <laughs> I mean, he's one of those people I don't... He, I'm okay with him only being on one season. I don't want to really see him make that his career. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, there are just people there 
you know, I mean, they lost Jessica. Um, uh, help me out. Uh, uh, Wang. There you go. Um, and it's just like they, I don't want them to lose any others. I mean, I know it's coming eventually, but um, I mean, especially Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson, those are just like the like core. The, the, yeah, the core, the you know, the glue that holds it together. As long as Lady Gaga doesn't come back. Oh, fuck her. She wasn't in last season either, so that's a good. That's a plus. But Kathy Bates wasn't, and she's coming back. So, well. I don't know. I'll probably do what I do every year, and that's watch the first four episodes or so, and then get bored. <laughs> I actually liked liked election. I mean, once it got going, like, I think I had to skip a few weeks and just watch Binge. a bunch of episodes, yeah, to really kind of get into it. I could see that. I think I only watched the first episode of that one. Mm. Got good. It got because in my family. The election is such a hot spot or, you know, a hot issue. Um, there's a lot of contention <laughs> in that it's basically my dad versus the rest of our family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so just watching that just irritated the fuck out of me. I could see that. I think that was a part of why I only watched one episode. I was like, this is it's still too raw. Yeah, it, de- it definitely felt like that. It felt like, uh, you know. Like a, poking a fresh wound. Yeah, just got like a like a open tooth in your mouth or something. You just can't stop fucking tonguing it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so excite? Does it sound like something you might be interested in? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'll, yeah. I, like I said, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot and see how long it holds me. Yeah, I mean that's that's really all you can do. Um, I didn't think I'd like Roanoke, and I ended up liking it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. So here's a story that just kept getting weirder. And by weirder, we mean dumber. <laughs> so in 2011, uh, director Robert Hall, who directed the Laid to Rest movies, announced that he was remaking the cult classic Chopping Mall. Yep. Uh, the original was about high-tech security robots that go on a killing spree inside of a mall, which are dubbed Killbots. In fact, the original title of the film was, in fact, Killbots. That's right, Taylor. It was. Recently, Robert Hall says, my version of Chopping Mall that I wrote is totally supernatural. Uh, This was in an interview with Nightmare Toys. Uh, He said, it's more the fog set in an abandoned mall than it is robots. Instead of killer robots, there are these mannequins that are possessed by the souls of dead slaves that worked at the plantation that the mall was built over. That's stupid. You're stupid. That's not Chopping Mall. He said, sorry, guys, purists. I have a different take, which Roger Corman really, really liked. Do need to get that underway. Remember, this was first announced in 2011. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's not Chopping Mall. No, it isn't. It's some fucking movie that's like trying to rob the idea of Chopping Mall. He also said, uh, he was like, I'm not remaking Killbots. The Chopping Mall is, is like, I'm, I'm getting the, the title. He basically admitted, like, I just want the title. Yeah. 
Which, you know, we've seen that happen countless times before. Yeah. You know, in the years we've been doing this, we've seen a lot of movies come and go. I think a lot of remakes do that. Yeah. It's like, I have this idea that's vaguely like this, and it'll make more money if it has a notable title. It's like, uh, like The Mummy. Had next to nothing to do with the original. Yeah. But still use the title, just because there was a mummy in it. Uh, I saw a commenter, I think it was on Bloody Disgusting, and they were like, just make that movie and call it Black Friday. And I was like, holy fuck, that's perfect. It's, it's, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I wonder if he'd read that and be like, I should do that. <laughs> uh, so here's where things get really interesting. Uh, Hall then decided to go onto the Chopping Mall 2014 Facebook page, which clearly has not been updated in a while. Right. Uh, and anybody who said that, you know, this is a dumb idea, he just started attacking them. Because that's what mature professionals do. Yeah. He said, the filmmakers don't care what nobody fans think. <laughs> oh, sorry. The filmmakers don't care what nobody fans think. So just go whack off to Killbots. The lot of your purists are better yet. Make your own damn films and shut the fuck up. Now, if you want somebody to like your movie. How do you or hell even watch your movie? Yeah. It's ill advised for you to insult them. And tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, also, don't tell me what to whack off to. <laughs> um, plus, his idea is... His idea is dumb. dumb. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this harkens back to uh, <clears throat> the Nightmare on Elm Street movie, or remake. Samuel Bayer. Yeah. Who uh, just bad-mouthed... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fans, like of the original night, Nightmare series, saying, oh, I didn't make this for Nightmare on Elm Street fans, so fuck you. It's just like, well, fuck you, sir. <laughs> yeah, then said, like, anybody who doesn't like it is living in their mom's basement or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, uh, no, just, you know, we have taste and don't like shitty movies. Yeah. Uh, Hall did admit that he is not 100% sure if he still has the remake rights, because again, <laughs> this was 2011. Right. Uh, Jim Wynorski, who directed the original Chopping Mall, says, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he said, don't hold your breath. Lionsgate owns the U.S. home video rights to Chopping Mall, and they were never even consulted by Robert Hall. Corman may have given Hall an option seven years ago, but it's long since expired. Stupid asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> and then uh, I saw Hall also started attacking Wynorski, saying that he's a creep and he's a pervert, which looking at his Facebook page is probably accurate, but... That's not relevant to this. <laughs> That's beside the point. <laughs> uh, Hall also recently, somewhat recently, uh, announced that he's remaking the Nail Gun Massacre, but that hasn't haven't heard any updates about that since May 2017. So he may be talking out of his ass there too. <laughs> he should just go and make another Laid to Rest movie. Apparently, he's doing that too. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. He should just do that. I'm not going to watch it. I liked the first two, but I'm not going to watch it because fuck him. Because he's being an asshole. Yeah. Fuck him cool also why wouldn't you remake chopping mall now is a great time to remake chopping mall because there are actual security robots <laughs> in the world and make it before malls go extinct yeah when nobody's gonna get it anymore yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there was a time when you know people thought malls were the wave of the future waves were malls were gonna last forever yeah but it's like malls are shutting down in waves across mm -hmm. the country across the world 
Uh, so yeah, strike while the iron is still lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, you know, there are security robots. It's topical now. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fuck this guy. And, you know, people be getting shot at malls. So that, yeah, that happens. That happens here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that's going to do it for horror business. Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway, who wants? Okay, okay. All right. Who Should we go to the circus? Let's let's yeah. Let's go to the circus. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, oh, God. to the greatest show on earth. Oh God, he's doing his carnival barker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here are our reviews. Um, we did a couple of clowny movies. Just uh, just clowning around. Clown, clowning about town. Um, we, uh, we went and saw the brand new movie, a uh, spinoff of the first All Hallows' Eve, um, based on Art the Clown, called Terrifier. And we also watched Circus of the Dead. Um so, Taylor, which one do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Circus of the Dead. I... <laughs> Tall beer, Jack and Bill, get out of here. Circus, huh? Yeah, man. Oh, thank you. Something's not right about clowns. Papa Corn! Papa Corn! Welcome to the greatest show on earth! Welcome! What is your name? Don. Don. Donald. It's a pleasure to meet you. You have a very delicious family, Donald. This body's been gnawed on by a bunch of something, but it ain't animals. I'd say you boys are dealing with a pack of cannibals. Oh, the goddamn circus is in town. Bodies are really beginning to stack up around here. Man, we are dealing with one sick puppy. What do you say, Donald? Let's play God. Please, please stop! Silence is golden.
All right. So, contrary to what you may think, this is not a George Romero movie about undead clowns. Dude, I totally thought this was going to be about zombies. <laughs> it's like, otherwise, why would you name it that? I know. it's <laughs> The title is a little bit of a misnomer. Uh, but this is about a group of clowns who all work for the circus and work for the most lackluster carnival barker I've ever seen. Yeah, the, the fucking ringmaster. She's this woman who's like... I don't know, like her body language is fine, but the way she talks, she sounds so fucking unenthused. Yeah. She's like, so do you guys want me to bring out the clowns now? Or like, <laughs> it's just like, let's bring out the clowns. I guess. Or something. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, and in their downtime, these clowns like to kill. Yeah. Yeah, rape and torture and maim and, and murder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie, it opens up with uh, our group of clowns, Papa Corn, played by Bill Oberst Jr., genre icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, take this lollipop fame. Yep. <coughs> is, that, is that his claim to fame? <coughs> yep. That's unfortunate. Uh, Noodle Dome. Who is this big fucking brontosaurus of a motherfucker <laughs> and who just only laughs? Yeah, that got tiresome. <laughs> uh, also, Mr. Blister, who is the only other one that talks, and he's just like this, just he, he's dirty and gross, and scummy, and a chain smoker. <laughs> yeah, smokes like a chimney. Uh, and Jumbo, who is a, he's a little guy, little. Billy uh, Barty, I get God it. rest his soul. <laughs> Where you at, Billy? <laughs> I, I get it. I get it because he's little. He makes noises like a puppy. Yeah, and like a like a squeak toy. Yeah, and he carries around a little punching Judy doll at all times. <laughs> <clears throat> and so they're talking to this guy, um, Brandon. Who does he owe him money or something? I don't really know what the deal is with. But I have they, no uh, idea. <laughs> There's, their their whole scheme revolves around this game, and it's a card game. But they explain explain it as like bingo, but from Mexico. It's like I think they play bingo in Mexico. Yeah, they call it El Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably do. <laughs> um. But, like, there's no cards in bingo. I don't know. It seems like it's almost more like a memory game or something. Yeah, or, like, almost like road bingo. Yeah. Depending on what kind of version you play, you have, like, cards for that. I suppose. But, yeah, like, I mean, these cards, they look like they look like tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And several points throughout the movie, people are like, are those tarot cards? But they're not. They're not tarot cards. They probably are. It's probably why they wrote people writing that. Because they were like, oh, the only cards we have are these tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> they look spooky. I mean. But so basically, Papa Corn will draw one of these cards and they have to kill somebody based on the card. Right. And so at the beginning, he's got this card with a hand on it. So they chop off Brandon's hand. Right. And then staple his mouth shut. <laughs> just just for funsies. Right. And then they drag him out in front of the crowd. That's the fucked up part. Yeah, dress him up as a clown. Like they, 
their stick is their their law like these keystone cops yeah and he's the the prisoner right and yes they drag him out into the front of the 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 big top and they just beat him with clubs and then start tasing him with his <laughs> fucking cattle prod <laughs> And Papa Corn's like, do you think he's had enough? And the people are like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have no idea they're actually zapping this motherfucker. And just beating him mercilessly. Yeah. <laughs> but so while at the show, Papa Corn sees this family, uh, Donald and his wife and their two kids. And he decides, fresh meat right there. Yeah. That's my next target. Because he draws a card. Like, I don't. I didn't see what the cards were, but he draws a woman and two children. Yeah. Which is a little convenient, but <laughs> I couldn't tell if he's like drawing them randomly or if he has like a whole bunch and he's just like, oh, this one's relevant to the topic. Yeah. I, I don't know. But so they kidnap. Well, first they go, they announce that Donald's won a prize. He's won this trip. And uh, so they go to his house. And find out that his wife is banging the local cop, mm-hmm. the local Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> and there's this really awkward scene where Papa Corn is jerking off in the window. That is really weird. Yeah, he's out there just shouting like, yeah, how did they not hear him? Yeah, it's like, I I mean, these windows, they're not like top notch, but you know, they're double paned vinyl windows. They're supposed to cut out a lot of sound. I mean, you can barely hear those kids out there. Yeah. It's like, those were not windows like this and well, they and couldn't he hear was, a like, fucking right sound. up against them screaming into the window yeah just like profanities yeah and like spitting on the window and just jerking off in his pants yeah like he was drooling like almost as much as that guy those guys in um uh shrooms, shrooms. <laughs> and then he just he gets off and uh in his pants in, in his pants and he keeps wearing the pants uh then noodle dome and jumbo break in and they just start killing everybody. Yep. Yep. And so they kidnap the two girls, kill the wife. Donald comes home, finds his wife decapitated. Decapitated. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, then they, the clowns tell him that if you do whatever we say, you can see your, your kids again. Right. After face fucking his wife's head. Yeah, who they, they, or he cut off her mouth and sewed her vagina onto her face. <laughs> That's fucked up. It took me a second to realize what was going on because it looked like me. It looked like they just like sewn a patch of skin over her mouth. But no, like after, when he set the head down, I could see there was a very distinct vagina there. <laughs> All right. That's fucking dog. <laughs> And so now Donald gets dressed up as the the prisoner clown, and they just kind of do a uh, traveling road show mm-hmm. of of pain and misery. And he he keeps making Donald do more and more stuff. He's like, "Oh, you have to kill this woman, or you have to do this." And uh, this movie is really, really fucking uncomfortable to watch. It is, like, just. It's not like artistically done at all. It's very rough. Mm-hmm. Um and but they're just they just go around killing people like at random almost. I mean, obviously they're trying to complete this game. But 
you know, they're going around and they're having like, I, sorry, I, did you say they're having like Donald actually kill the people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they're putting the gun in Donald's hand and forcibly making him pull the trigger. Um, and they're just leaving this trail of dead bodies. And, you know, naturally, <laughs> starting with his dead wife and the dead police officer, they're kind of on Donald's trail now because he appears to be the only one that they can, you know, make a connection with. Yeah, like, similar to what... Uh, oh, no, wait. That was, that's Patreon exclusive. Never mind. Um, <laughs> they kind of seem to get away with a lot without ever getting noticed. Right? There's, like, these long scenes of murder and torture, and it's, like, in a convenience store. Yeah. And it's, like, there's nobody's watching the cameras or <laughs> or like no one's coming in to the store at right. this moment. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, someone did come in, but he ended up getting killed too. But it's like, but that's beside the point. This day and age, this like, this didn't even take place in like the 90s. This was 2014. Yeah. There are cameras everywhere. Yeah. Big Brother is watching. And there's not like a button she could have pressed under the under the counter to call the police yeah. or something. And it's like, this isn't like in the middle of bumfuck nowhere either. This is fucking Odessa, Texas. Yeah. Which isn't like a metropolis, but it's not some nowhere city. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like this, uh, this, the scene we're talking about in the convenience store, they all go in and they're, they're just kind of hanging out. Uh, Noodle dome goes and just starts eating potato chips. And, uh, and Papa corn goes to the, uh, the teller, the clerk, and just starts, you know, kind of flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, oh, my name is Rose. And who would, I, who would flirt with a clown? Right. And he's not like, he's creepy looking too. Yeah. He's not like a happy looking clown. He looks yeah. fucked up. Like I wouldn't think anyone would like flirt with Krusty. No, no offense, Krusty. You're, you're gorgeous. <laughs> you're a big, beautiful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But then she's like, you know, oh, yeah, I have a Rose tattoo and shows him her tattoo. And he's like, oh, Rose. Oh, honey, sweetie. <laughs> sweetie, honey, baby darling. He's like, I wish wish you hadn't have done that. And then shows her the card with the Rose. And then he just like bends her over the the counter and it just goes to town on her. And it's really uncomfortable because he gets to see Bill Obers' ass multiple times. Yeah. And maybe like the backside of his balls. I'm not really sure. Yeah. He just like he's you know he's got the big puffy clown pants yeah. with suspenders and he just drops the suspenders and his whole pants fall to his ankles. Yeah. And he's he's so just gung ho about it. Yeah. It's like one time Donald is like, "What are you going to do?" and he's like, "Well, I'm a raper." <laughs> like that's Which, what we do. Was that not clear? <laughs> yeah, and he's like uh and Donald's like, "How about you don't?" <laughs> and just just let her go. It's like well, why would I do that? Well, yeah, like, I got a raper and killer. Like, that's, <laughs> it's kind of my thing. Well, I got a raper. <laughs> what, am I, what am I supposed to do? Not? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, rape is not funny. It's not. And they don't portray it as funny. But it's, like I said, it's just, it's so uncomfortable because it lasts an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah. And he's Where like, it's like they make a thing out of it. Yeah. And he's like licking people's faces and just doing all kinds of weird, gross things. And Bill Oberst is just a creep. Yeah. And like at one point, like Papa Corn wears these 
these white gloves, but like the pinkies cut off. So he's just got like a bare pinky. And when he goes and uh, he they they kill the cop that Donald's wife is banging, and they go and like attack her, and like this is off screen, but he like he reaches down and you can hear like these slimy noises, and he pulls his finger out. He says, "Let's check the oil." Yeah. So I mean, he's clearly sticking his pinky up her cooch, and um. He pulls it out, like he pulls it back up into frame, and it's got like this fucking it's slime hanging off. It's like, has nobody making this movie ever seen a vagina ever before? Felt a vagina? <laughs> because unless the girl has like an infection or something, that doesn't happen. Maybe she does because he does like sniff it and like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like vaginas aren't the best smelling thing in the world. <laughs> But my only thought was maybe it, it was him. Maybe it was his spookums. Spookums? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was his spookums. I don't know. Um, or maybe he stuck it up his own butt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's up there. Who knows what clouds do? <laughs> this movie, like, it comes across like it's... It sounds like it's the sh- schlocky, over the top thing, and it it is minus the schlock, yeah, which just makes it uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, it's like pretty much the entire time I'm watching it, I'm just like, man, this is just not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know that's what they're going for, but it's like, why? Like, like who is this for? <laughs> but, but why? Who is this for? Like, like by all accounts, you accomplished everything you wanted to, but I don't get it. Yeah, it's like, it. this is the type of movie where it's like, I don't know what to put. I wouldn't know what to put this in like a double feature with. Yeah. Like, because this is just. It's not like a fun slasher up. and it's not really like creepy. It, I mean, it's a different kind of creepy. It's like gross pervert creepy, not like supernatural ghost story creepy. Right. And yeah, like I said, it, by all accounts, the the filmmakers, um, I think the guy's name is Pawn, Billy Pawn. Uh, by all accounts, he accomplished everything he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. I don't know why this is what he set out to do. <laughs> The movie is is well made. The effects are good. There's not a lot of them. Yeah. The acting leaves something to be desired. Like I think the the best one in the entire movie is probably Oberst, but yeah. But I mean, yeah. Aside from that, everything was done competently at least. Yeah. But it's just the whole movie is just gross and not in like a, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's in like a pervert way. Yeah. And it's like, there's not a lot to it either. It's, I mean, you're introduced to the characters, you know, all the, all the clowns, you're introduced to Donald and his family. And then, you know, Donald's kidnapped and they go on a killing spree. And like, that's the movie. It's like killing spree. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so it's like you're you're not waiting for any kind of you know um, resolution resolution not some big story arc that's coming out of nowhere. You're not waiting for some like well, I mean, I guess these are the things you're waiting for. These are the things that don't happen. Yeah, you're not getting any kind of like knight in shining armor um, that you know some some badass cop that's going to save the day. You know, at no point does Donald rise up and you know you know, combat his captors. It's like, none of that happens. It's just fucking depressing. And just, it just travels downward into this fucking darkness. <laughs> it's like, things just get worse for Donald. Yeah. Like there's, there's multiple points where I was just like, is it, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, you, you keep expecting Donald to become like a hero. Yeah. He, he never does. Like he just becomes more and more of a victim. Mm-hmm. And it's like it keeps making you think he's gonna kind of like rise up and kick a little ass, but <laughs> <laughs> gonna drive big trucks, gonna kick a little ass. <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, just it never happens. He just continues to be victimized by these clowns, and that's it. Um, like Popcorn has. He there's no there's no motive for him. No, it's just he just wants to rape and kill. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he's found this group of clowns that are f- willing to fall in line with him. Yeah, kindred spir- spirits. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, you know, we said there's not a lot of gore, but the the gore that's there is good. It's all all natural. Uh, all uh, natural. Oh yeah, all natural. <laughs> um. No preservatives. All practical effects. Yeah. No CGI. Well, I don't predict. I, I don't think this movie could have afforded any CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Except I mean, maybe like something that like came stock with Final Cut or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you get, you know, throat slashes, you get decapitations, you get like some people getting their heads smashed in. You get vaginas on faces. <laughs> you get vaginas sewn on faces. So, you know, the, the gore is good. And... I don't know. I think everything about the movie is good. I just think the story is not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I couldn't find a lot wrong with it. Aside from, like like I said, the acting was a little weak. Um, but I, that's what you get when you don't have, like, you know, not necessarily A-list actors, but, you know, people that are in the industry. You know, people who have been acting a long time, people with a lot of roles under their belts. Like lead roles, that's just stuff that comes with experience. It's not that they were bad actors; they weren't just just weren't strong actors. Mm-hmm. But everything else, like I said, was competently done. But like you said, the story just wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, they they set the tone they wanted to set. They accomplished everything they wanted to accomplish. They told the story they wanted to tell. But for me, like I said, it was just uncomfortable to watch, and that's not something that I look for. I, I'm sure that there are people out there who enjoy that. Yeah. I, you know, it, it seems weird to critique a horror movie and be like, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't like it, but <laughs> it's just like, for, I mean, for me, it's like, it wasn't so much that I was uncomfortable. It's just like, well, I'm not really enjoying this. It's kind of like, um, you know, drinking water. <laughs> it's like, you know, this is, you know, something to do, but it's really not giving me anything. 
It's uh it's like kicks. <laughs> or like eating like shredded shredded uh, uh shredded wheat, but not the frosted ones. <laughs> or like getting a hand job. Sure. <laughs> this is pretty good. But you know what I really want. <laughs> Could be better <laughs> if you did this. Anyway. And it's like it's not even to a point where you're like I want to keep watching because I want to see Papa Corn get his. I want to. I want him to get his comeuppance, and I want to be there to revel in it. You're just like I just want to walk away from these people. <laughs> I texted you because it's not a short movie either. You know, you expect you go into a movie expecting like, you know, hour and twenty minutes, um, hour and a half maybe on the longer end. This was an hour and forty five minutes, so it was not a short movie. Yeah, and you know, at about the you know hour and a half mark i'm just like jesus christ when is this gonna be over (laughs) yeah you just kind of you you want to be away from it it's not like i want to stick around because i want to see what happens it's just like this these people are gross and i just don't (laughs) want to be here anymore this is icky (laughs) (laughs) did you uh happen to stick around for the the stinger at the end oh was there one no i didn't yeah um it's there's not much to it Brandon comes back. Oh. Because I remember thinking, I was like, did they kill Brandon? I, I don't <laughs> remember that happening. I guess he did just kind of disappear, didn't he? Yeah. I guess they just assumed he killed. they killed him. But he was just so inconsequential that they didn't bother showing it on screen. Yeah. So I don't know. Apparently this is based on a short film called Doll Boy, who does make an appearance in the movie. Okay. So, I don't know. Neat. Who was Doll Boy? He was the one with the face that looked like a doll. Was it a clown? He came out of the freezer. He looked like the guy from the blood uh, from the the Hills Run Red. Don't remember it. Checked out at that point, I guess. <laughs> um, I didn't like the clowns. Well, actually, I take that back. Papa Corn was was fine. The other one, the the other talking one, was fine. Mister Blister. Yeah. Um. I didn't like the big one or, or the the dwarf. Or I thought they were funny. Whatever the, the small, the little person, whatever they were, or whatever the Mr. Jumbo term is, Mr. Jumbo. Um, yeah, I didn't like them mainly because they didn't talk. It's like okay, like especially uh, was was the big one, a uh, Noodle Dome, Noodle Dome. Um, I especially didn't like him. It's like he didn't talk. All he did was laugh, and it was just like this. Fucking clown laugh. I think it probably would have matter if there was just one. If you just had one clown that didn't talk, having two is a little bit of an overkill, I think. I don't I didn't want either one of them. <laughs> I would have rather had a clown that talked or not one at all. Because it's like the dude, all he did was laugh. Either that or he stood silent. And whenever he laughed, it was so fucking grating. It's like, yeah, you're a clown. I fucking get it. You laugh a lot. Knock it off. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. Maybe it's just my short temper. I don't know. <laughs> and then there was the random one with the chainsaw that didn't have a name as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Like he looked like he was wearing somebody's face over his. Yeah. Or it, it was some kind of uh, Hannibal Lecter mask or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know what his deal was. He just kind of appeared out of nowhere two thirds of the way through the movie. I thought it was Papa Corn. Um, or no, no, no. Um, sorry. Um, the other one. Mr. Blister. Thank you. Thank you. The part where they get pulled over 
I liked Mr. Blister in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, there's, uh, the, good. <laughs> his his like dry delivery when he's talking to the cop and just like he's like the circus in town it sure is officer it's like so many people said that i don't know if that was just bad writing or if it was supposed to be oh, they just kept saying is the circus in town yeah yeah it's like they're in the convenience store and that fucking hillbilly comes in he's like oh the circus must be in town it's like dude somebody already said that that joke's <laughs> dead now yeah but then they kept saying it yeah. So yeah, it's like I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. I don't know if it was supposed to be like an like an arrested development thing where somebody just keeps saying <laughs> running it. gag. But like if it was, they really didn't play it that way. No. I mean, Bill Oberst is is always creepy. Yeah. He's just a creepy person in a good way. Yeah. That's that's what he's trying to portray. He's playing to his strengths. I mean, you know, I've never met the guy. He might be the, the nicest, sweetest human being in the world. But Well, I remember when... But he just comes across as so creepy. I remember when uh, Return of the Living podcast was still a thing. Um, they had him on, I think, a couple times. Yeah. And he sounded like a really nice guy. But, yeah, he does really come across as a creep in his movies. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, like... It's, Mission accomplished. Yeah, it's that's a good thing. That's what he's trying to do. so yeah that's about all i got i think yeah i'm done this one's hard to rate yeah i want to be fair because like i said everything was done well they told the story they wanted to tell they set the tone they wanted to set i just didn't like the way that it made me feel (laughs) (laughs) which you know was probably their goal sure but but and like I said, there's probably people out there who are like, you know, I want to watch this movie that makes me uncomfortable and takes me out of my comfort zone and, you know, makes me think about things. And I'm just like, no, no, that's that's icky. <laughs> well, you know, it's like I watched this movie and I'm like, oh, man, people probably hated this. And I went to like I went to IMDb and I went to Rotten Tomatoes and like IMDb, it has a six out of ten and Rotten Tomatoes has a 75 percent credit audience rating. Wow. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, this doesn't seem like something that would have broad appeal, for sure. Right. Like, uh, I can understand people liking it, but it, it doesn't seem like it would have a, a, a wide audience. Exactly. What? Whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. Considering, like I said, everything was done well, and I think they accomplished everything they set out to accomplish... I'll give it a six. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, competently. That, I mean, I, I think that's my word for how this movie mm-hmm. is done, competently. But I didn't really enjoy it. This is not something I'll watch again. Yeah. That doesn't, like I said, that doesn't necessarily mean that this won't, that somebody that enjoys a movie like this won't enjoy this. So, I, just... Being fair, I'll I'll give it a five. Okay. So yeah, I mean it's you know we're we're both, we're saying it's a good movie. It's just go into it knowing that you're gonna watch a movie that's got a lot of rape and a lot of murder and a lot of just creepiness, mm-hmm. a lot of face licking and vagina pinking and just <laughs> weird face fucking weird creepy shit. So there you go. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, moving on. 
the other movie we saw was a movie just actually hasn't even had a wide per- premiere. I mean, it's it's just released in a few select cities, courtesy of Dread Central. Although by the time this episode airs, it will be available on DVD and Blu-ray and video on demand. Correct. And that movie is Terrifier. What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? You really think someone slashed my tires? Well, he knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey! Handsome! Cut it out! My friend wants your number! Kill you! What is a terror? Dawn and I are sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kind of hoping you could pick us up. We are not safe here. This guy is armed, and he's a total maniac. Did you think he was going to hack me up into little pieces or something? All right, so Terrifier 2018, um, brought to you by Dread Central Presents. Um, this is a spinoff film of uh, the movie All Hallows Eve. Um, the first one, which we actually reviewed on our Halloween episode. Right? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was just in October, if it was actually a Halloween episode. Um, anyway, this movie is... It's actually apparently based on a short that was made after All Hallows' Eve. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, All Hallows' Eve, um, if you want you can go back and listen to our reviews um of all hollows eve and hollows all hollows eve 2 um but one of those stories um well actually the wraparound story um and the last well i guess just the wraparound story what was he involved in the other ones i can't even remember and the end well the end was the wraparound story oh that's true so i guess just the wraparound story centered around a character. No, he, I guess he was in the first story. The one in the um, subway station or whatever. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, okay, so yeah, a character named Art the Clown. He's never identified by name. That's just his name. Something that you pick up on if you follow <laughs> if you follow the filmmaker. Um. Well, he does write it in shit on the walls. That's right. He does. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this movie centers around him and his antics. Um, it takes place, well, okay, so we open up, um, in a dressing room of what you kind of gather as like a talk show, and you recognize the actress as the babysitter from the first movie. I don't think it's the same character. It's not. Okay. Well, 
There you go. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Mystery I kinda, solved. I thought it was kind of weird because I was like, "Is it, did the babysitter like move on to bigger and better things?" Mm-hmm. But then I was like, "Wait, did she die?" I'm pretty sure she died. I think she died. <laughs> she died. She died. 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 <laughs> um. Uh, lost my train of thought. Yeah. Okay. So art. Um. Is a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Probably one of the more... Different kind of creepy than Papa Corn. Right. Just creepy in the way that he looks like he will eat your babies. Yes. <laughs> and he probably will. Right. Um, I feel like it's kind of a, almost a different representation of him in this than it was in All Hallows Eve. You think? Well, in that, it seemed like he was almost more supernatural. In this, he was very normal. Yeah, I suppose. Um, anyway, he did write, he did shit on the walls in both. He did shit on the walls. It's kind of, kind of his thing. <laughs> just, just call it card. His MO. Uh, anyway, so open up on, like I said, this dressing room. And this woman, excuse me. Is on her cell phone talking, and you get, like I say, you get the impression that she is like a, a host of a talk show. Um, and she's talking about a guest that she had, where like saying that it's like, oh man, she's so fucked up, and you know her face it looks like a nightmare. That, that, you know this type of thing, just trash talking this person that she had on her show. And that's when she's attacked by someone. Like I, I guess I. Okay, guys. So we saw this like a week ago, <laughs> almost two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, and we had no option but to see it that long ago. And so now I'm just going straight from memory because I can't take notes in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's attacked by this woman, presumably, whose face is just fucked up. Like she kind of looks like the woman from Oprah that got her face ripped off by the orangutan. Yes. I I don't know if that was the, who they like molded her after, but that's that's what it looked like. I don't know, but basically, her face just looks like if you took like a ball of flesh colored clay and just like like mushed it up in your hands, and then kind of like lightly reshaped it into a ball, kind of like that. Yeah, kind of. And then you like she you give it like this really rudimentary mouth, and. I think like one eye. I think she only had one eye, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was just like white. Yeah. It was all milky. And- yeah. And she's just being attacked and, you know, I think stabbed to death by this person. Um, and this woman's just cackling and, you know, laughing her ass off. And then that scene ends. And we don't revisit it until much later. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, I don't know about you, but I was sitting there in the entire movie. It's like, are we not going to talk about what happened in the beginning? No, I was. <laughs> I was. Um, so It kept, like, it would re-enter my mind every every so often. Yeah. And it would just, like, come back and I'd be like, wait, I just remembered the thing from the beginning. Are we going to come back to that? Or <laughs> Now, this movie is probably the most, it's, like, one of the newer movies that we've talked about in a while, so... We- there won't be any spoilers, which is really tough because a lot of stuff happens at the end. <laughs> um, 
But so we jump ahead, or no, I guess we we jump to a different place in time, um, where we see it's Halloween night. It's Halloween night, and there are two girls walking down the street. Um, it's Dawn and uh, Tara. Um, Dawn, like one, Dawn's dressed up as a scarecrow, like a sexy, slutty, slutty scarecrow. Slutty scarecrow. <laughs> and Tara's dressed up as this slutty skeleton. Slutty skeleton. It's like, damn girls, you do your thing. <laughs> they look good. Um, the girl that plays Dawn was in like uh, Return to Newcomb High. That's right, she was. <laughs> and you said the the girl who played Tara looks familiar to you. Did you ever figure out why? No. No. Oh. I guess she just must have looked like someone else. Um. Anyway, so they're walking down the street, and Dawn is just sloshed. She's just drunk off her ass, and Tara's carrying her. And Tara's not exactly bright-eyed and bush-tailed either. No, but definitely more cognizant, cognizant than uh, Dawn is. But, you know, they're just, you know, typical post-party girl shit just like oh i can't believe you were hitting on that guy you know just dumb girl talk yeah (laughs) just stupid dumb girl talk (laughs) i mean that's what they're actually talking about right i'm not just imagining that in my head no you're right okay Um, it's it's kind of generic yeah um and uh so generic generic Generic. (laughs) bobby generic (laughs) Uh, so yeah, they're walking down the street to, um, Dawn's car and they finally get there and, um, like she's trying, Dawn, Dawn's just like, just babbling. She's, she's super drunk and just not, I mean, she's like not incoherent, but it's very clear that she's like way too drunk to be driving. So Tara's like, give me the keys. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't have his license, Lisa. Um, and, uh, Don's just kind of like, no, no. <laughs> um, and she says, you know what? No, nah, goofy. <laughs> She's like, no, I'll be fine. I just need to eat something. Uh, which is just typical drunk logic. <laughs> it's like, I'll eat something. It'll soak up the alcohol. I'll be fine. I don't think you know how metabolism works. <laughs> um. So they wander off. Or no. Do they, okay, oh, they go to get pizza. But do they, I think they see Art then. Yes. Yeah, so they're just kind of sitting at Don's car. Arguing over who's going to drive. Right. Um, and then while they're deciding that they need to go get something to eat, that's when we see Art walking down the street, carrying a big garbage gar- bag. plastic garbage bag over his shoulder, which we know we've... I guess there was like an opening scene montage, like over the credits, of him just loading his this bag full of all these implements of death and torture. Yeah, there's like a jigsaw and like ice picks and hammers and mm-hmm. just all kinds of horrible tools. And, and they're all just rusty and gross. And this fucked up cat of nine tails that he actually uses in All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Um, which has got like scissors and like a scalpel. Just like swinging at the end of these uh, ropes. Um, anyway, 
Yeah, he's just loading all this in his bag. So, you know, he's carrying it over his shoulder, so we know what's in the bag. It's like, oh, shit. And we, you know, if you've seen All Hallows' Eve, you know what Art's capable of. And you're just kind of like, oh, shit. These girls are about to die. But. um, Lady, I'm about to ruin your perfect day. (laughs) But, you know, and Dawn just being the the drunken skank that she is, she's just like, hi. She's like, oh, my friend thinks you're hot. Um, and then does he disappear? Yeah. Yeah, he just he just vanishes. And so like, okay, well, let's go get some pizza. <laughs> I'm like, let's just let's go. <laughs> you know what? You're you're sober enough to try to fuck this. <laughs> Especially the way the art looks. I mean, if you look at the poster for Terrifier or any art or advertisement or something, it'll have art on there. Um he's just this creepy like uh, you know, Pagliacci looking clown, just all dressed in all black and white, um, and but he's got like this, like his mouth is black, like inside and out. Yeah, which just I think that's probably the creepiest thing about him. It's like he's got this big black painted on smile, and then like the inside of his mouth, it's like you, you almost can't tell if it's black. Or if it's just like this really dark blood color. And his lips like pull back so far from his teeth. Yeah. it's. And I thought that was like makeup or fake teeth or something. Until I saw the guy who plays him. And he was making that face. I was like, <laughs> you are a terrifying looking individual. <laughs> and you know, it's amazing to me that they found two people that could do that. Because this is not the guy that played Art in All, All Hallows Eve. Right. Um, or... Like I think the sh- short, I assume. Probably, I don't know. Probably a different guy. <clears throat> um, yeah, just this big, creepy shit eating grin. Anyway, so they wander into this um pizzeria uh with these two guineas working there. <laughs> um and uh so he yeah, so they're sitting down, they're waiting on their pizza, and that's when Art wanders in. And he sits down at a booth across from them and is just staring at Tara. Dude, that place reminded me of Vinny's so much. Really? Yeah. It reminded me a lot of this place we went to in Salem, which I can only imagine looked a lot like a New York pizzeria. Yeah. <laughs> the one we went to in and actually went to in New York didn't have any seats. Oh, really? Yeah. Or I think it had tables, but no chairs, like, like little round tables for three people you know um anyway yeah so she's just she's just or he's just staring at tara like will not break eye contact even when don goes over sits down on his lap and starts taking selfies with him yeah he's still just mean mugging the shit out of uh tara um (laughs) this was like so funny because He's got this little hat, like a tiny <laughs> little hat, like a uh, like a top hat on top of his, like kind of cocked to the side on top of his head, connected by an elastic string. And I remember you leaned over, you're like, oh, I really hope she snaps his little hat. <laughs> and then like less than a minute later, she actually does it. She's <laughs> <Just> like, yes. <laughs> I remember there were a few parts during the movie when like we were, la- there was probably, what, 15 people in there maybe? Maybe. 20? And uh, there were several parts in there where we were just laughing our asses off, and the rest <laughs> of the 
rest of the theater was silent. <laughs> Sounds like us. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of them. I mean, even though it was funny, people were kind of chuckling, but we were actually laughing. <laughs> there was one, I don't remember, there was one part that just, I was cracking up. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It was like, I remember other people just kind of like chuckling and I was just dying. God, what was that? I don't remember. It was really funny. I really wish I could. But it's it's like one of those things, it's like only we would find it funny. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fuck, I can't remember what it was. Maybe we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. Um, So Art goes to the bathroom. Yeah, he goes to the bathroom and... The guy, the pizzeria guy, is goes up to Tara and he's like, "You know, is, is he bugging you? Well, I'll take care of him." <laughs> yeah, so he goes Big back. Tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to the bathroom, and you can hear him yelling. It's like, "Oh, you sick fuck! Get the fuck out of here!" And you know him hustling uh, Art out of there. And Art just got like this big, like shocked face. Like he's like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And um, throws his ass out on the street. And he's like, hey, Vinny. <laughs> or, or Tommy, something. Or Tony. Something Italian. I don't know. Um, he's like, come back and help me with this. And you can see on, like, Art standing outside the window, or, you know, the front of the store, waving at Tara. And his glove is just shit brown. It's like, oh, he did something with doo-doo. <laughs> um. And yeah, sure enough, uh, the two guys are cleaning up shit in the bathroom. There is an impressive amount of shit. Like, there is shit everywhere. Yeah, there's like three people's worth of shit. Yeah, it's like all over the the bowl, plus all over the seat, plus all over the walls. It's like, I don't think a a single human body can hold that much shit. I know. Maybe he had shit in his bag. (laughs) He just like pulled out previous shit. Like he was prepping for this. Yeah. And then he wrote his name on the wall in shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Don and Tara, they eat their food and, and they start walking back to Don's car. And they get back and they see that her tire is flat, like not deflating, like completely flat. And they're just like, was this flat when we left? It's like, well, what if that. What if that creepy guy did this? She's like, well, let's, get the, let's get the fuck out of here. And she's like, no. Tara says, well, no, I'm going to call my sister. So she calls her sister, who's sitting in her dorm room studying for some fucking test. Like, fucking loser college Nerd. <laughs> she says, hey, um, we got a flat tire and we got nowhere else, nowhere to go. Can you? I've got no place else to go. <laughs> she said, can you come pick us up? And it was about that time when uh, her sister, what's her sister's name? Do you remember? Uh, Gertrude. Gertrude. <laughs> Probably not Gertrude. Victoria. That was close. Is that right? That doesn't sound right. I'm about 99% sure it's Victoria. Anyway, um, so her sister, like, uh, as she's saying, oh, no, I'm studying for this test. I can't drive out there to pick you up. And right then her roommate busts in with her fucking drunk-ass boyfriend. They're, you know, both in a dressed up in um, costumes and ready to fuck. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm ready to fuck. 
You're gonna make me come, or I'm gonna kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need to watch that again. Um. Uh, yeah. So, sh- <laughs> so it is Victoria, and that actress Samantha Scafidi was in a movie called Demon Hole. <laughs> Sounds dirty. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, her sister Victoria agrees to come get her because she doesn't want to watch her roommate have sex right in front of her. It's so, funny because like they come in and the roommate is like, "Oh, I didn't think you'd be here," and then they just continue going. Yeah. At it. It's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> this is happening. Uh, yeah. So they fall in the bed and they're starting to go at it, and she's like, "You know what? Maybe I could use some fresh air." So she gets on her way, and so. While she's coming to get, to coming to get them, she uh, Tara and Don are just sitting in the car, just killing time. And uh, then Tara decides that she's really got to take a piss. Um, <laughs> so after uh, turning down Don's offer to just go piss on the sidewalk like a fucking caveman, um, she sees a guy come out of a what looks like a brownstone, but. <laughs> they act like it's it's the worst diviest fucking building they've ever seen right. in their life, and it is a total shithole inside. But on the outside, it looks like a like I said, a brownstone or an office building or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, this guy this guy in coveralls comes out to have a smoke, and she's, can I come take a can I go use the bathroom and um, lets her in, and that's kind of when things start to go sideways because Art has followed them there. Um, I mean, he's probably been stalking them the entire time. And um, Art just, he starts basically hunting Tara in this building. Um, and, you know, he, he starts killing anybody that gets in the way. Um, and just, you know, raising his body count and being extremely violent along the way. And just being a fucking creep. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I mean, looks aside, he just, he, he's, he's a creep and he, um, he's always smiling. Well, actually, no, it's, that's not true. He's not always smiling, but it's creepy when he smiles and it's creepy when he looks sinister. Yeah. He can he'll go from like deadpan to smiling and back again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. I mean, that's kind of the, the movie. I mean, once Terry gets into the building and Art starts tormenting her and hunting her in this building, that's kind of all there is left. Can we talk about the crazy woman, though? Yes. There's this crazy, I assume, homeless woman right. that lives behind this building, and she's got this doll that she carries around and just says, like, oh, this is my baby. Mm-hmm. And talks to the baby and acts like it can hear her and acts like it is crying. And she's just like, oh, it's so nice to have new neighbors. And it's like, what is with this woman? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's like, you think that maybe she like might have some kind of allegiance with art or something. I was waiting to see if she was going to like be the old Ralph. Or that. Yeah, sure. But we don't really get anything on, on art. Like we have no idea 
who he is, where he came from, or why he's killing people. Yeah. Other than that, he just kind of thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. He just gets his kicks out of fucking people up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tara is stuck in this building because Art has it on lockdown. He's put like big heavy chains and padlocks on all the doors. Um, Tara cannot get out as hard as she tries. Um, and, uh, you know, eventually Dawn goes in, which like, I don't know how Dawn gets in when Tara can't get out. Must have missed that part. She didn't get it. She didn't go in. Oh, that's right. Uh, Art swooped her up. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. And, uh. Then Don's naked, which is nice. Upside down. Right, which, you know. A little weird. Yeah, I'll take what I can get, but, you know, <laughs> would rather she was right side up. Yeah. But that's a good scene, not because of the nudity. Well, not just because of it. Well, it's, that is good. <laughs> but aside from that, <laughs> the scene is good. Yeah. Um, that scene, like, I was in the theater just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's fucking rough. <laughs> um Yeah. I guess as far as the plot, I mean that's all I really need to get into. Yeah. Um so what do you think? I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like they they're not tr- trying to go they're not trying to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. they're not trying to put some new spin on the slasher genre it's just somebody fucking people up mm-hmm. it's go back to basics let's do what made freddie and michael and jason great and you know just do that yeah and that's, yeah exactly what it's just classic slasher fair mm-hmm. um and you know something about this is like when i watched uh uh, Circus of the Dead yesterday. And it's like, I'm deciding, it's like, okay, well, I don't really care for this movie. Like, I mean, like we talked about, it's like, it's not a bad movie. I just don't really like it. Um, But it's like, I'm comparing it to Terrifier, where it's kind of the same. I mean, it's, it's clowns torturing people. And like, I'm sitting there trying to think about what the difference is. Like, why I liked one and not the other. I mean, a lot of it had to do with the rape. Yeah. Because And I, the mind games. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, that was just... So, Circus of the Dead was psychologically disturbing. Mm-hmm. This was just violence for violence sake. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, I mean that that's that's what you watch horror for. Now, yeah, that's my cup of tea right there. Like that's my shit. <laughs> I just watch fucking violent stuff. Um and I mean I love seeing blood and guts. Um and this had that in spades. Um and it's like, you know, I'm the type of person that typically wants to know the story behind something, so it's like Okay, but why is Art doing this? And this, I found myself not really caring. <laughs> See, that's probably my biggest complaint. I like, you know, we've talked before about how too much backstory can ruin a an, a, a horror icon. Mm-hmm. 
But I would have liked some. Yeah. You literally get none. Well, I mean, there's kind of a glimpse, maybe, um, when Art has, I mean, and I don't want to talk about this. I'll leave it out. But there is a part where it might kind of open a window into Art's psyche. Not so much a backstory, but just kind of um, kind of informs you a little bit about him. I'll, uh, you can just add, remind me later and I'll yeah, tell you what I'm talking about. about. But, um, and it might be all ruse. I don't know. He may just be playing it for you know, to get closer to a victim. I don't know. But, um, yeah, other than that, you're pretty much left in the dark as to who art is other than just a killer clown. And that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) I'm perfectly content knowing what I do about what, knowing what I do about art and not knowing more. It's fine with me because he's doing what I want him to do. Just fucking hacking people to bits and see, I would like some. I don't. I don't need backstory. I don't need to know who Art is. I don't need to know who's under the makeup or anything like that. But just like a reason would kind of, I felt would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he did have some kind of. What it was kind of like presented as like some kind of attraction to Tara, because yeah, when they're in the pizzeria, he actually goes to like a, one of the quarter machines that kind of pops out an egg. And um, he he gets like a little stainless steel ring. He just happens to get the ring. Because <laughs> I think I can count on one hand the time in my childhood when I actually got the thing I was looking for. <laughs> right. But he gets like an old ring and gets down on one knee and like kind of silently proposes to Tara. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. He never makes a sound. Yeah. He never talks. He never laughs. He never screams. Right. And there are times when he should have done all three. <laughs> like, like he'll laugh. He'll, you know, he'll bet his belly will go up and down and his, he'll smile and stuff, but no sound comes out. Mm-hmm. And he'll do the same thing with screaming. His, his mouth will open real wide and he'll throw his head back. But again, no sound comes out. Right. Which is really unsettling. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, Jason's kind of the same way. Yeah. I mean, Jason doesn't make a sound, well, at least not past, like, part three. Um, or Michael Myers. Or Michael Myers. Um, but they're wearing masks, so you can't right. really see their faces. Whereas Art, like, you can see him make the expressions, but no noise comes exactly. out. So that's just, that's there's it's, something it's about so, that. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird and just off-putting. And again, practical effects... Right. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one effect in particular that was like really disturbing. <laughs> Actually, two. Two really disturbing effects. <laughs> um, one more so than the other, but it's like I, I don't, I don't want to reveal anything because I want people to watch this and yeah. just see it for themselves. Um, but... There's a lot to be seen in this. I mean, as far as details of the story, they're pretty thin, but there's a lot happen. 
Mo- okay, so most of this movie takes place in a central location. Yeah, in the the beat up old building. Yeah, um, but there's a lot going on in that location. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I mean, it's not a super long movie. Um, pretty standard length. Um, and the nice thing about this is it's actually directed by Damien Leone, who directed the original. Um, did, you, did he direct All Hallows Eve as a whole? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Um, and if you go back and listen to our reviews, you'll hear that we really liked All Hallows Eve and we didn't like All Hallows Eve 2. Yeah, and All Hallows Eve 2 was like a, it had different directors for each segment. Right, because it was made of a bunch of already pre-existing short films. Mm-hmm. Which may have been what All Hallows Eve one was maybe just a bunch of shorts by Damien Leone, but maybe I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, it's was, it was really good. I had a lot of fun. I was really glad that we made the time to go see this, mm-hmm. and I was very appreciative of um, of Dread Central, um, picking this up through actually it's Dread Central presents through Lionsgate, right? Is it Lionsgate? I think so. No, it's a uh, uh, icon. Oh. Okay. Well then. Um yeah, I was really glad because I know Leon um I can't remember if he made this or wanted to get it made but couldn't get people couldn't get anyone to back him on it. And so it was basically fizzling out but then Dread Central kind of came to the rescue and picked it up and I'm really glad they did. Um because uh yeah, I had a lot of fun and I really enjoyed this. Epic, not icon. Epic. That's what it is. Okay. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, like I said, this is, you know, it's the kind of movie that made Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers into what they are today. Right. It's, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say Art the Clown is the next horror icon because anytime you throw something like that out, you just kind of sound like an asshole. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'd say the potential is there for this to be a franchise. Um, and I, I think that this movie falls in line with those other franchises. Right. Yeah. Let's get, want to get the word out and get terrifier, like make it a thing. Yeah. So people go and see it. And so, you know, Leon will, will listen, will hear people loving the movie and want to make another one because I really want to see more of Art the Clown. Yeah. There's just not enough of this type of stuff out there anymore. Well, like, like I was saying earlier, like everyone wants to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. They want to add a supernatural element to a slasher or they want to give it too much backstory or something. They just want to do something new. And it's like, why? It's been working so well for 40 years. Yeah. It's like, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Exactly. <laughs> like, just give us a creative killer. And some fucked up death scenes, mm-hmm. and people who are into this genre will be happy. Yeah, like they they didn't go anywhere. I mean, unless they died. But you don't need to <laughs> expand the the slasher audience because it's not going to happen. Yeah, you either like slashers or you don't. So make movies for the people that do. Right, because slasher gonna, fans are being you're great. not going to attract Lynn and Kristen to watch slashers. It's not going to happen. Right. So make movies for us. Exactly. Um, anyway, so I really enjoyed this and I really want more of it. Um, 
like I said, it's available on DVD and Blu-ray and VOD right now. Just came out yesterday. Get yourself a copy. Go watch it. Um, I'm going to give this an eight. Same. My, my, my biggest complaint would be that I would like to, I would like to not get backstory, but just get more story as to why art is the way he is. Yeah. I I'd like to see art in more locations personally. Art takes Manhattan. Not that. <laughs> um, but you know, the thing about, Oh, you know what? I guess he was in the last story in art. All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. Cause it crossed over with the, with the wraparound wraparound. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Um, but the nice thing about that is that in that art was stalking this girl in different places. Like he, she would go somewhere and he'd be there. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Whereas it kind of, this kind of humanized him a little bit. I wasn't a big fan of that. I wanted to see him as more as this, this entity rather than a, yeah, that's like what I was saying. You know, I don't need to know who's behind the makeup. Yeah. That's, that doesn't matter to me, but just a reason I think would, would be give him a little more depth. Yeah. Sweet. But yeah. Very enjoyable. Uh, if you're, if you're a fan of slashers for sure, check it out. Yeah. Um, and you know, tell dread central when, when you, when you check it out, tell dread central what you thought. So they know. <laughs> yeah. I think, so they know I think we uh, want, people want more art. I think it's at dread presents on Twitter. Right. Or dread central. All right. Well, we've reached the end guys. We have completed another episode and now we must go. Bye. I'm going to be back in a couple weeks. Like we always are. Yep. And, um, so we, we switched our episodes. So what are we doing now? Uh, we're doing uh, Steven Soderbergh's Unsane and uh, A Quiet Place. Right. John, a John Krasinski joint. <laughs> yep. Him, Man. And, him and his old lady. Have you, have you seen uh, the website Omaze? Mm-mm. They advertise on Facebook a lot. Um, basically, it's like these celebrities, they'll auction off something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um. There's one, like, me and Kristen really wanted to enter this one. It was uh, Kristen Bell and, and Dax Shepard. Shepard. We did enter that one. You did? Yeah. <laughs> I so wanted to enter that. Because, like, I really want to hang out with them. And they're having a game night. Right. Yeah. But there's a, now now there's one, uh, John Krasinski and um, Emily yeah. Blunt are doing. Um, so it's something about a red carpet, right? Yeah. Red carpet. You go see the, the premiere of uh, A Quiet Place, and then you, like, go out for dinner and drinks with them. Like, that would be fucking awesome. I want to go hang out with Jim and Mary Poppins. And then you swing. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah. Um, check. Look out for that episode uh, in uh, two weeks' time. A fortnight. That's, that's two weeks, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, till then... You can check us out online. Taylor, where is that going to go? Check us out at graveplotpodcast.com. Uh, leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Send us an email. Let us know you did. We will give you a free magnet. we got so many magnets, guys. Give us reviews. Yeah, we, wanted, we want to give you magnets. Yeah. I, also, found, I found out you can mail magnets. I mean, obviously, they, they were mailed to us, but I don't know. Something about mailing magnets. I thought there might be trouble, but... <laughs> 
with like readers or something scanners mm. you know making things stick together or whatever <laughs> I don't know anyway uh, also follow us on Facebook and Instagram as Grave Plot Podcast or on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot sweet so we're gonna catch you again next time guys till then I am Skeletoni I am Taylor of Terror and this has been the Grave Plot Podcast where we're all a little dead inside <laughs> <laughs>